This episode of T. Farrell Presents is brought to you by Totavite, the go-to brand for wearable inspiration. What if there was an easy way to stay inspired and to inspire those around you? Something that wasn't too preachy, but still biblically sound. Let me introduce you to Totavite, a unique Christian apparel brand providing wearable inspiration that pops. Visit www.totavite.com. That's T-O-D-A-V-I-T-E dot com. And find new ways to be inspired and to be an inspiration. Welcome to another episode of T. Farrell Presents, where we inspire you to keep moving forward with the right perspective. I'm your host, Terrence Farrell, a.k.a. T. Farrell, and our special guest today is a good friend of mine. Way back we go, Janice LaVon. Now, she's a woman of God, or as, as per last episode... I should say a woman in God because she's a woman in God. And if you if you don't get that, listen to last episode last week and, and you'll understand. But she's she's been absolutely a blessing to me. Um, she's the host of the Gospel Underground. She's a recording artist, an award winning recording artist. If you if you look over, you'll see on top there a couple of awards that she's won. Uh, she's got them right there positioned on the shelf. Uh, we've worked together for about nine years i was counting the years today it's been about nine years coming up on a 10-year anniversary um and the thing is it's always been about ministry with her now and and here's the thing it's always been about ministry but she doesn't lose sight of the business side which is very important we're going to get into a little of that uh today she just released uh, a new single, which I had a hand in. I, I, well, my company produced it. Uh, shout out to Hopeton Smith. He's my man, my, my, my partner. He produced the music. I mixed it, mastered it. And as a matter of fact, just in case you haven't heard it, it's called When Judah Sings. And I'm going to play a little bit of it now. i 
So just in case y'all haven't got that already, we're asking you to go purchase it, uh, yes. put it on your favorites. It's Janice Lavong, J-E-N-I-S-E-L-A-V-O-N-N-E. Check it out wherever uh, uh, music is streamed. Uh, you can check out her site. We're going to give you all that information at the end. But before 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 we jump into to, to the other questions I got lined up here, Janice Lavon. Now I know your dad. I know him well. I know your husband. Neither one of them. Their last name is Lavon. So where does Lavon come from? <laughs> Oh my goodness. First of all, thank you so much for having me on T, my brother. I did not know it was like coming up on 10 years. Like coming up on what? 10 years. Look at God. Okay. Yes. Yes. But, um, yeah. And I guess we're learning new things about each other every day. So Janice uh-huh. Lavon is my legal first and middle name. Uh-huh. And let me tell I, I don't know where I came from sometimes because when I was about 13 or 14, I was telling, I always knew I was going to be a gospel singer. I was like, this is what I'm going to do. And so y'all just going to have to fall in line. So I remember having this conversation in the car with my mom. I think I was about 13 or 14. And I was telling her, I was like, yes, I'm going to be a gospel singer. And you know what? I'm going to go by Janice Levon because when I get married, I don't want to have to change my name and I don't want my husband to feel no type of way about it. So yeah, I'm going to stick with Janice Levon. So that was my- Wow. Yo, yes. that's crazy. Yes. So it was, you know, I, I love my middle name. It was a name given to me by my father. My first name comes from my Aunt Kathy. My mom has uh, 11 other siblings, but her and my Aunt Kathy were like best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they named their daughters after one another. My cousin Tiffany, her middle name is Victoria, which is my mom's middle name. And my Aunt Kathy's middle name is Janice. So she gave me that name. And then Levon comes from, my father used to take this little girl to church. And he always said, whenever I have a daughter, I'm going to give her this name, Levon. So they put it together, Janice Levon. I love it. I think it sounds like a, 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 a star's name. You know, mm-hmm. that's not really my goal to be a star. But, I, you know, I knew that I was going to do something important for God. And I said, you know, when I become a singer, I don't want my husband to have to worry. So I'm going to just go <laughs> with my first... <laughs> Isn't that crazy? 13. Crazy. Yes. Wow. (laughs) Did I put that on you back then? That's absolutely that is awesome. Wow. (laughs) Well, I mean, I I I thank you. I I thank you for for coming. Just the friendship. It's just yeah, we get ah, it's just it's just been great. So um, and and I know you've probably been asked this before, but I'm gonna ask it again just Mm -hmm. for this audience. What was the inspiration for for this latest single? Yes. So like you said, we've done a lot of music together. Yes. Um, And this song, I actually started writing it in 2016. Um, And I was going through some channels, right? I'm going through some changes and, you know, all that stuff. All of my music really comes out of conversations that I have with God. And so during the time, time I had gone through a breakup and I was just trying to find myself again. And, you know, I began to study the scripture and and learn more of my history in scripture. Mm -hmm. And um, actually one of my cousins was like, you know, you're a musician, you should study the musicians or whatever in scripture or whatever. And I was like, that actually makes sense. So he was like, read first and second Chronicles. Now, if you've ever read First and Second Chronicles, like 90% of it is like, uh, what do they call it? The, the lineage. So such and such begat such and such and such yes. and such begat. Yes. Such. Oh, God. it was a task <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> trying to read it. <laughs> but yes. I got through it and I got to uh, Second Chronicles chapter 20. And as I'm reading this story, it's an amazing story. Every time I love telling this story. And every time I think about it, I'm just like, yo, God, he don't play out here in these streets. Okay. (laughs) So basically in the story, the kingdom of Judah, Israel, the kingdom of Judah were basically faced with a bunch of enemies again, as always in scripture, right? Mm -hmm. Three different enemies were trying to destroy them and they were scared. The king and everybody was like, wait a minute, what are we going to do? So they heard from the Lord and the the word of the Lord came through one of the young men that was inside the the kingdom of Judah. And he basically was like, listen, relax. You're not going to have to fight in this battle. This battle is not yours. It belongs to the Lord. Um, And so his instruction to them was to instead of go out with your weapons and get ready to throw them bows, uh, he said, go out and begin to sing praises and worship me. And when they did that, those enemies 
actually destroyed one another. They didn't even fight Israel. They just began to fight one another and destroy one another. Mm -hmm. And that just blew me away. I was like, what? So, you know, we always talk about the power of music, the power of music, but music in and of itself does not have power without a power source. Mm -hmm. So when we look at the power, so our power source, which is the most high God um, and how he uses music, it is incredible. And that was just a, a really, really amazing example of God's power in music. And the song just started coming to me. I was like, all right, here we go. And just started writing. And that that's that's the inspiration behind the song, the word of God. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So now I have to ask, because you said you started it in 2016. Yes. It is 2022. I know. <laughs> what, what happened? I mean, was you agonizing over it? Or did you just say, you know, I'm, I'm going to put it away until until God brings it back to me? Or, or what, what was that process like? Right, right. Because you know me, you know, I could write a song in a couple of days. Like, it's, yeah. you know, it's not it's not an issue. This is the first time this ever happened to me. And I was like, what happened to me? <laughs> um, so basically what happened was when this when the assignment of this song came to me, I felt it like a ton of bricks. And I was like, this is not an average song. This is something special. And so I just kind of sat with it for a while and trying to figure out what all, you know, what I want to do with it. Cause remember when I first sent it to you, it was very short. It was like two and a half minutes. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I, it wasn't even complete. And so I just kind of sat with it and then life started happening. Our family went through a lot of issues. Uh, we had to pick up and move at one point. We didn't know where we were going to live. A lot of things just started happening. So I, for a little while, I couldn't even um, really do anything with it. Cause I just had so much life going on. Um, but then after a while, you know, things started to let up to God be all the glory. That was, whew, that was a time, mm. but we thank God for bringing us through. And what I realized is that in that time when life was lifing, I still needed to grow. And there were still some things that the Lord needed to help me to learn and to understand in order to complete this song. And so, like I said before, that never happened to me. I can write a song in like a day or two, you know, or even right, less right, than that. Right. I've songs in like 10 minutes. But it really uh, showed me that, you know, you cannot, you cannot predict God. You know, sometimes he wants to help you. He, he wants to birth something in you and through you. Um, and you just need to wait on him, period. I know people don't like to, they don't like that part. They don't like that long suffering, okay? Uh, I know some translations say, what was it? Uh, what is it? Uh, I think it's uh, faithfulness. No, not faithfulness. It's one of those. It's, they use a different term. But the King James Version says long suffering, meaning mm -hmm. you're going to have to wait. OK. Mm -hmm. um, and if people don't like that. But in that waiting, God does. He can do so much. And really, that's what he did. He grew me up. He helped me to get a deeper love for not just reading the word, but studying the word. Um, and then, so when I brought it to you, it was time to add to it. And I didn't know I was going to be adding to it twice, but God is good. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happened. You know, I, I knew it was a special song um, and I didn't want to just throw it together. I wanted right. to put it together the way God wanted it. And down to the day of recording and you know, listen, you can testify to this. I was shook like, yeah. Lord. Please yeah. let me do this song, right? <laughs> so this, you know, some things just take a little bit longer. And I'm so, so glad that I did it the way that God wanted me to do it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm glad you brought that up, too, because I'm working with another artist. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm not I'm not going to call a name right now, but um, I'm, I'm sure it, it'll come out later on. But I'm working with another artist where she has this amazing song from God. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, yeah, I want it to come out here. And after a while, she was just like, you know what? This is going to come out when God wants it to come out. Right. And there's so many people just like, yo, that song sounds great the way it is. Like, let's release it. And she's just like, mm -mm. and mm -hmm. because she waited, she got another part of the song. And, and it just it's becoming I, I think the song is amazing. Yeah. And then I just got a call from her saying, I'm going to come in. I want to work on that same song again. And I'm like, what do we need to work on? I thought we were done. <laughs> but God's working with her. She's yes. she's following God. She's maturing. I mean. One of the sessions, it matured me. Like, God, see, look at God. God. He'd be playing chess on many levels at the same time. <laughs> yes. So it's just, it's, yes. it, it was, it's just dope. And when you say you got to wait on God, so a lot of times when, when we're not as mature, it's mm -hmm. just like, 
yo, this don't take this long. Like I, I could do this in a such and such amount of time, or I know right. I got this. Maybe I need to do this, or maybe I'm off. Maybe I need to eat or whatever, or <laughs> not eat or whatever it is. It's just it's God's timing. Absolutely, absolutely, that's so true. You know, and and is I love the fact that you even shared that God was working with you. You know, yes. sometimes we think that it's just the songwriter. Oh, you know, God is just dealing with that. Sometimes it's the engineers. Sometimes it's the producers. Sometimes yes. it's just other people. Sometimes it's your family that needs to hear you singing in the house. You know, you know, I always say that the, the message has to hit the messenger before it goes out to the masses. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just appreciate God so much more for that. So, so, so much more. Um, it's not ideal, <laughs> you know, right, I like to right, pop my right. song, but you know, <laughs> if God said we got to wait, then that's just what it is. And right. the waiting is never wasted. You know what I mean? God don't, wait. we said that the other day, God yeah. don't waste nothing. He, nothing. he doesn't waste anything. <laughs> so if you got to wait, just know that when it's done, it's going to be bomb. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. So now I, I got to ask this because even at the top of, uh, at the top of this episode, you may reference that. Yeah, I'm not trying to be no star, nothing like that or, or, or whatever. And I know that's not the goal. What is your goal for this song? Ooh, oh, I love this question. So it, so let me just say this first. Uh-huh. When I am writing a song, I don't have a goal for it. It's a conversation that I'm having with God. Nice. After the song is written, then he's like, this is what I want to do with this song. And I'm like, you got it. Okay. <laughs> so okay. I really am led by God. And with this song, Uh, I thought it was one thing at first. So I wrote this song and I understand that there are many people that are awakening to who they are in scripture, right? We are, we're getting a deeper understanding that um, those of us who have come through the transatlantic slave trade slash human trafficking situation, we're not just any old regular people. We are the people of the most high God as described in scripture. And so a lot of people are coming to that knowledge and, um, I initially thought this was going to be a a song for these people, you know, to to remember the power of God and how he uses us through music, all these different things. But as I have continued to grow, see, this is why God is so good. Okay, he he make you wait and he be showing you new things. But as I've continued to grow and the Lord has uh, used me and growing my platform, the gospel underground, where I teach gospel artists, artist development, things like that. I recognize that, oh, this ain't just for this group of people. These are for these musicians who are out here saying that they represent God. Uh-uh, uh-uh. You know, this is a this is a, a rallying cry for God's musicians to sing his praises, to let him use them through the tool of music. So that's the goal. That's the goal for the song. It's a rallying cry for other artists. And it's also a, a, a song for the Israelites, songs for God's people, you know, and whoever else want to be blessed by it. But I recognize that this is what this specific song is for. So, yeah. Nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. Deep, deep. So look, I got I got to ask this now along the same lines. hmm. What is your goal, or th- does this shift as well? Your goal as an artist? My goal is a no. My goal as an artist doesn't shift at all. Okay. Um. So I recognize that my assignment, my goal as a gospel music minister, is to keep God's people and the church, all of us, Israelites and everybody else, mm-hmm. in remembrance of God's standard for holiness, righteousness, and sanctification. So if we look at the goal for this song, this is a rallying cry for God's musicians. If we look at gospel music, we see mm-hmm. <laughs> that everybody ain't, everybody is not fully submitted to God. You know, right, they're not, right, right, their right, right, ears right, right. are not fully inclined to his, to his lips to hear what thus saith the Lord. So no, this just, this just pushes me forward in my assignment with uh, gospel music as a gospel music minister. So, um, and, and even with that assignment, sometimes we get an assignment from God and we, we think so one-sided about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was actually contemplating this as well. Like, okay, Lord, how does this line align with, with the overarching assignment that you gave me? And he was like, this is how, and I'm like, okay, I got you. You know, we think so one-sided, um, but even ha- how I have presented this song, you know, I, I, I share on YouTube and things like that. Everything that I do, I, I, 
make sure to show and express that I'm hearing from God first. I'm led of God first. I let the Holy Spirit lead and guide me in all truth as the word of the Lord says. I'm not, you know, even with like the styling of the photography, you know, I sat down with my husband and we prayed about it and we talked about it. And there was, we, we listened to how the music came together. There, all of it, all of it represents the most high God. Um, and so, yeah, your, your, my assignment fell right in line with that. And like I said, initially I was like, uh, how does this, how does this go? And God was like, girl, relax. You, you thinking too deeply about it. Like, don't think that hard about it. Just do what I tell you to do. And then you still gonna be fulfilling my assignment. I'm like, okay, you got it. So how every, every, way that what I post on social media, how I present on my YouTube videos, all, all that is very calculated and intentional to make sure that I am standing in that, hey, y'all, we got to be holy. We got to be righteous. We have to be sanctified. All of that aligns mm. with that. And so does this song. Nice, nice. And 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 um, for, for those that don't know about the Gospel Underground, her, uh, Janice's podcast, you need to check that yes. out. There's some wisdom there. There's some real wisdom because I've heard you say, on the podcast that, and I can't, I can't quote it the right way. You, you, you're going to correct me, but you talk about the <laughs> right. why, um, mm -hmm. and, and your why is what, what do you, what do you say? I don't want to mess it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, so basically, so your why and your assign. So let's get it together. Yes. Sorry. We hear a lot of people <laughs> talk about your purpose, your purpose, your purpose, yep. yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That's like this huge buzzword. Um, and people present, finding out your purpose like it's this thing that you have to like seek out like you in the super mario brothers game you're looking for the treasure you're looking for the princess no you what kind of god would we serve where he would hide something so important so i don't believe that at all i do not believe that our purpose is hidden um i believe that our purpose is found in ecclesiastes i believe it's chapter 2 and verse 13 when it talks about the the whole duty of man to fear god keep his command i believe that is the purpose of 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 us being here fear mm -hmm. god keep his commandments however the way that you fulfill that purpose is through your assignments. God will give you things to do. He will give you, and that, and that is, so your purpose is your why, but mm -hmm. how you can fulfill that is your assignment. So I do that through music. I do that through my podcast. I do that through uh, books I write. I do that through whenever I get an opportunity to teach. You fulfill your purpose in different ways, you know, based upon your experiences, your talents, your gifts, all of that. Mm -hmm. So I really go hard on that because I feel like, and I'm not even trying to give him no props, but the enemy has done an amazing job at, at having us running around, uh, trying to chase, chasing our tails, trying to figure out, Oh, what is our purpose? What kind of God will we serve that would hide something so important? No. Mm -hmm. And he had, and he hasn't even hidden your assignments or, you know, the way you fulfill your purpose. If you look around at the things that you are good at, the things that, you know, that you do second nature and you don't even think about it, people are like, you know, you are really good at motivating people. You should be a life coach. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's, 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 it's right where you are. It's what you've been doing the whole time. You just have to uh, surrender to that and confirm that with God and let him guide you. And it, and as you grow in that, it just expands. So I've done so many things. Sometimes I'm like, girl, how many lives did you live? You know, I've <laughs> written books. I, I do a podcast. I have YouTube. I do so many different things, but it, it all comes back to that, to that one thing that God called me to do. And that assignment fulfills the purpose of fearing God, keeping his commandments. So that's, hmm. that's what that is. Okay. Okay. All right. And, yeah. and so, but in, in my, in my, and I'm going to say in my search for my purpose or my assignment, because sometimes we use it interchangeably and mm -hmm. we can get into semantics. Sometimes I realize the things that I'm good at or that come second nature, mm -hmm. God, and he has, he's told me, yeah, but I don't want you to do that. I want mm -hmm. you to do this. And I'm like, mm -hmm. but, but I'm, I'm, I'm not good at this. Like, I don't, I don't know that. That's why I want you to do it because I'll get the glory. <laughs> And you won't go, yeah, I can play drums all day long. Right. I can play drums with my eyes closed. Yeah, I don't want you to do that. It's like, <laughs> I remember being upset with God. Like, if I'm not going to do that for a living, if that's not going to be my career, touring and playing drums. How in the world, like, why would you give me that gift and not have me do that? I could not see that now I'm producing and I'm inspiring right. from, from the studio, still using my gift of playing drums. Right. But 
some people think, oh, I do this. This must be what it is. And it still comes back to what you're saying. You got to see God. You got to right. you got to you got to be in tune with him. You got to grow. Right. with him. It's all about the relationship is. But there was something else that you had said, and it was it was about artists and when they're they're looking the branding and you said the reason people listen to your music is 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 your what um oh man i went i just listened to it on your <laughs> podcast too and i should have wrote it down so i could quote it but um that, that's all right y'all y'all check out the podcast y'all y'all get it <laughs> all right but it, it was it's it's something that people struggle with because a lot of times and i've gotten into it myself where it's like oh everybody's doing this oh i could do that all right mm-hmm. i'll just put god's name on it and you know Talk about God and boom, we got the latest fad and boom, people should buy. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm chasing what everybody else is is doing rather than what God called me to do because right. I don't see maybe the profitability in it or or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know what? There are so many people that do that. It's like merchandising God. Yes. And it's just like mm-hmm. no. <laughs> Like, you, you know, you don't do that. Um, I talk a lot about branding and marketing mm-hmm. on my uh, podcast. And uh, it's funny because I actually just did a podcast episode about how to market your new release. But anyways, uh, uh, something that I know that I always say is that uh, branding tells people why they should buy. That's what marketing that's tells people what they should buy. And I figured that that's what you thought. Yeah, that's what it is. That was, that's what it was. I was yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah. that quote. I couldn't so get it. So branding is another like elusive thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like everybody says, it's like, yeah, you got to build your brand. You got to know your brand. Mm-hmm. And you know, people think of their brand as like a logo or colors or a slogan. Mm-hmm. But your brand is really the impression that you leave on people. What what do they when they, when they say Janice Levant, what do they think about when they say Terrence Farrell? What do they? That is your brand. It's what you are known for. And you know, my mama was raised on a farm, and they branded the cows. And when you see that brand on the cow, you know that they belong to X Y Z farm. So it's it's the same kind of concept. Like, what mark do you leave on people when they experience you? Whether it's on your it don't even have to be on your music. Whether it's on your Instagram. Whether it's on your Facebook. YouTube, whatever. When right, they think right, of right, you, right. what are they thinking of? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really, really harp on that a lot because like I said, gospel music has gotten uh, way out of the way, but I got faith and belief in God that he is always going to have him a ram in a bush. And I really, really in my soul, y'all remember that I said this, believe that God is going to use these independent gospel artists to really turn things mm-hmm. around. Because I meet so many amazing artists who are like, look, if God ain't in it, I ain't with it. And I just, oh, I love that. But I really harp on that, really understanding what your assignment is so that you can build a brand based off of that. You know, what better, first of all, it is so much easier to build a brand based off of what God has called you to do. Why? Because it will eliminate you from exactly what you just said, comparing yourself to people and peeking over and saying, oh, what are they doing over there? Let me try that. First of all, what? <laughs> Everything does not work for everybody. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is that a- another thing that I hear, and which is why I stress so much on knowing your assignment and building your brand based off of it, is I hear a lot of artists say, uh, you're like, okay, you know, who is this song for? And they, you know, and they're like, oh, this is for everybody. And that sounds good. That's admirable. But when you are shooting at everything, you're not hitting anything. Hitting so that. you need yeah. to get really, you need to understand that. Your assignment is for a people in a place for a time. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to live forever. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it is for specific people. Everybody not going to like your music. That's totally fine with me. Music is relative. Um, but you do need to serve those people that God has called you to serve. And the easiest, God is amazing. Listen, God is amazing. He not, he don't tell us to do something and then be like, figure it out. No, (laughs) he literally rolls it out for us. Like, okay, this is what I want you to do. And he just kind of sits back and wait to see if you're going to be like, okay, cool. And run with it and take the glory or, you know, do whatever. That's why sometimes that's why he'll sometimes he'll take those things that that come easiest to you and be like, no, you're not going to make money off of that. You're not going to make money off of being a full-time drama. Nope. Mm-mm. Right, right. You'll take the glory. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but he didn't take the talent from you. He didn't take the gift from you. Right. He just put it over here where you can keep it in perspective. Okay. Yes. His, his so, the other thing he did, 
All he did was say it and then sit back and see if I was going to be obedient. Because right. I still could have said, I hear you, God, but I'm going to just do this and make some money so then I can come back and do what you said. Do. I could have right. that. He get, mm-hmm. Because he always, always leaves us with choice. He always. never takes choice away. So always. Says, I don't want you to do that. And then he sits back and says, are you going to listen? Right. Period. Right. <laughs> And yeah. then he, he tells you what to do. And when you do finally come to the place of saying, all right, Lord, I played myself. How you want me to do this? He'd be like, thank you. I was waiting for you to say that. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, boom, here you go. And that's really what I've been experiencing so much lately. He's just been blessing the works of my hands. And I'm like, for real, God, I'm going to keep doing it. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know, he just be waiting like, all right, I'm going to give you a little drop in the bucket. I'm going to let you know just this much. And I'm going to see if you're going to come back to me and, 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 and take my direction. He wants to be incorporated in every area of it. It's a relationship. And people say that, but they don't live that. They'd be like, it's not about religion. It's about relationship. Okay. But do you pray and ask God about everything? Like everything we prayed about what kind of clothes should I wear on the cover of this here single, like everything. And God wants to be in charge of and a part of all of that. His See, you don't got me started. You know, his way is so, <laughs> you know, I could go. His way is so good to my soul. It's so yes. like relieving because it's so much stress that you just let go of when you just let God take the lead. You ain't got to worry about it. He mm-hmm. got it. So let me just. So, so now, now I got I got to hit this other part. And this yes. is why I love talking to you. That's why I wanted you on. That's why I wanted you on. Because listen, there's, there's, there's a section of people Mm-hmm. that are with you, that ministry 100%. And it's yeah. boom, boom. And as soon as you say, yeah, I'm doing this so that I could be on the billboard chart, they go, whoa, 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 whoa. You, you're supposed to only be doing this for God. And it's, there's no, that that because you're trying to get on a chart or because you're trying to have the music seen everywhere, even right. win a Grammy, that doesn't right. mean you're now outside of God's will or you're not following him, you're following money. Because you clearly said star is not, the goal. Right. So explain this, explain how, how you, how, how it works for you. Cause I love the fact that you're still going for the billboard and Absolutely. you're still kingdom minded. Absolutely. So, Oh, I'm so glad that we're having this conversation. Yes. So I set a goal for myself and we still working towards it. So y'all go purchase the single. Amen. Amen. Um, <laughs> I set a goal that I wanted to get the song on billboard. The, the sole reason why I set that goal is because God said to me, I intend for my music to prosper. So I said, okay. okay. And so, you know, once, I mean, this, this is my little finite thinking, but I said, okay, Lord, in my mind that says, oh, so you want people to buy it. You want people to listen to it. You want people to stream it. So why not get it on billboard? So there's nothing wrong. Uh, I hear a lot of people talk about like, you know, oh, God needs to be in all four, four corners of the earth and all this stuff. But then when you set a goal to win a Grammy or to win a Stellar or to get on Billboard, then it's like, oh, you're not ministry minded anymore. And it's just like, how was God supposed to like he uses us with his arms, and his legs, and you know, his physical body ain't here on earth no more. So he used us. How am I supposed to get there if. You know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) so when he said to me, I intend for my music to prosper, I understand prosperity as natural money, all these different things, and also spiritually as you want people to be blessed. So while I'm shooting for the goal of Billboard, if I don't make it to Billboard, I'm not going to, oh, God, your music didn't prosper. No, because I still get DMs of people saying, I got your song on repeat because it's ministering to my soul. And let me tell you something. Greater than any billboard. I haven't gotten there yet, but I will say this. Every time I hear somebody say, your song ministered to my soul. I had a girlfriend of mine tell me recently, girl, I woke up out of my sleep singing your song. That thing blessed me. I'm playing it for my children. I cannot tell you how my heart and my soul leaps. So me setting a natural goal or a carnal goal is nothing but taking God at his word. You Mm -hmm. know, Mm -hmm. if we look in scripture, Solomon super rich. This man had mad stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, he was also known as the wisest man because he asked God for wisdom. Yes. So, you know, 
God's people are not supposed to be broke. God's people, okay? God, we're not supposed to be sick and downtrodden and uh, and all of this. What what reflection would that leave on the God that we say that we serve, the most high God, the true and living God? I will say this too. I remember I went on a tour a couple of years ago and this kind of goes with it or whatever. And one of the women, she was getting up at five o'clock in the morning every day to work out. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, why are you doing that? Five o'clock in the morning, every day on tour. And sometimes we got to bed real late because, you know, you're touring. Right. She said, because I need to maintain a healthy temple for the most high God. She said, what kind of testimony would I have if I'm sick and overweight and, and depressed? And, and I'm telling people, but you, you, you not saved. So you there, but I'm saved, but I'm sick and I'm downtrodden. All this stuff. She said, what kind of reflection does that leave on the God that we serve? Mm. everything that we do should be done in excellence. And if we can reach these natural uh, standards of success, why not? Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. as long as it, as it does not take you away from the Holy spirit. Like I said, if I don't get it on billboard, okay, I'm still going to be pushing the song. Like it's on billboard. Right, right. Because God said he intends for it to prosper. And I understand, like I said, prosperity is not just the material things. It's also hearing the testimonies, letting people express to you how, wow, you made me study scripture because you because you wrote this song and you told me that it came from Second Chronicles chapter 20. That is a win. That's a win. And so, you know, in my mind, I kind of I don't look at it as like. You know, oh, I'm stepping away from God if I'm trying to reach a natural goal. Not at all. Because if you understand what prosperity is, and I did a podcast on that as well. If you understand what prosperity is, you understand that it is natural and it is spiritual. So if God say he wants his music to prosper, okay, God, let's do it. Let's set a goal. Let's do it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, I'm, and I'm glad that's why I wanted to talk about that because that mindset is there. It's like, yeah. oh, well, should I be pushing for this? Cause you know, it's, it's a carnal goal or whatever it's in the physical and it's, it, you summed it up perfectly. Now I do want to ask this and I know it's a personal thing, mm-hmm. you know, whether you choose to or not, how important is social media in your marketing process? Wow. So we live in this coronavirus pandemic era. (laughs) Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And you know, if you don't have the budget to hire a publicist to get you in a magazine or to get you on a television show and all that stuff, you got to use social media. Mm -hmm. You got to, you have to use it. Like there's, it's almost like nowhere Honestly, there's no way around it now that I think about it, because if you're pumping your music and you're getting it on radio, mm-hmm. the radio stations want to know what your social handles are because they are live tweeting when their music is playing and they're going to tweet. We just played Janice Levon when you say so it's, it's not just about telling people about my music. It's also about the other people that are in this business. It's 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 the radio stations. It's the blogs. All of these different people help generate a buzz about your music. So. If you don't know how to use social media, I suggest you find a social media manager, <laughs> but you need social media, period. There's literally no way around it. It was, uh, we, I, I wrote a song for another artist and we submitted um, his music to a couple of stations and they were like, oh, what is his Facebook? And he's not good with Facebook. And so they was just like, he needs a Facebook. <laughs> they uh, just was like, we're not going to push you, but you know, you know, cause they, they, they go off of our reputation, but they were like, he needs a like, so they're asking for this. And if you don't have it, it's like, uh, it kind of leaves you behind the time. So it like, like I said, if you do not know how to use it, right. first of all, you don't have to be on every platform. I don't suggest being on every pr- platform. Cause first of all, that's taken away from some of your prayer time. Hello. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be on every platform. I do suggest um, securing your name on the big ones, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, just to, even if you don't use it, just reserve your name because that's a part of your branding, being consistent. Right. Mm-hmm. So you don't have nobody else running around here calling themselves Janice Levine and they posting foolishness. OK, so <laughs> even if you don't use it, reserve your name. But if you don't know how to use social media, there are tons of virtual assistants out there. There are tons of different services out there where you can tell them, okay, this is my brand. This is the goals that I'm going for. Help me create posts and, and manage it for me. That And th- there's always a way to do this stuff. So right, yeah, social right, media right, is right, right, right. super important. 
Nice. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I was going to get into your process of, of releasing, but you know what? I'm going to point people back to the gospel yeah. underground. You just did a whole series on this four, four <laughs> yeah. parts, right? Um, six, it's two more episodes coming out. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even know. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Cause I, I checked out, I checked that up to four. So, yeah. and it's real good stuff. People you want to, if you want to understand Janice's process and what she's learned, about releasing uh, gospel music, releasing her, her because she used herself. And and that's that's another thing I, I on this podcast, what I try to do is have people talk about what they did and what mm-hmm. they instead of going, you know what you need to do. You need to do this. You know, here's what I did. <laughs> yeah, here's what I'm doing. And here's here's what I, I ran into. Here's the lessons I learned. So and I think it's just it's more genuine that way. Rather, right. Because I can tell you what you need to do all day long. And then when I try it, I go. You know what? No, maybe I was wrong because right. it's not what I did. It's what I heard you should do. Mm-hmm. Um, but but please let us know one thing I do want to say um, before before you let us know uh, how to follow you. I know. And if I'm premature on this, you let me know if it ain't if it ain't ready. You tell me we ain't ready yet. OK, but I think your company came up with a, a, a tagging service or a way you can help out artists to, to get on radio or get their music right before it hits radio. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Oh, yeah. Because I think uh, that's awesome. Oh, yes. It's major. So um, like I was saying earlier, radio stations, they have certain requirements. Um, and in order to get your music on radio, you need to have your music properly coded with metadata. And so the metadata is all of your information that encompasses your music. So your ISRC, your UPC codes, you need those codes in order to track the sales and track the spins of your music. Also, uh, so it's, so let me just go through the metadata again. So it's the ISRC, the UPC, you need to add your, uh, performance rights organization on that your uh, performance your work ID that's what this call so I think mm-hmm. it's either called an IPI number or IPI, your work ID. yeah 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 either one of those mm-hmm. posts you need to have that you need to have the, obviously the name of your song how people can contact you because we don't send out CDs no more so they they can't flip it over and say you know let me no so you have to have that on your MP3 when you're sending it out um there's a plethora of information that you need to have coded or tagged onto your mp3 and so what we do is uh we offer that as a service through my podcast the gospel underground very 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 reasonable price we do it for singles eps and lps so uh and if you do an lp or an ep you get a bit of a discount but you need those things because these radio stations they pay a fee to play your music and they need to have those codes and all of that to make sure that they are in compliance and from what i hear nowadays and from putting out my single all of these radios they are not accepting music these legitimate radio stations mm-hmm. even the online ones because they have to register they are not accepting music if your music is not properly coded with the metadata. So this is something that um, people don't talk about. You know, mm-hmm. people do not talk about this. And let me just go back just real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, how you shared about, you know, I share my experience. The reason why I started the Gospel Underground or the reason why I believe the, my, my personal reason the Lord gave me the Gospel Underground is because when I got started in gospel music, I was looking for a mentor, a teacher, a class, a coach, something. I could not find it nowhere. Like, and I was willing to pay. Like, I don't have a problem with that. Could not find it. So I was like, all right, this is what we're going to do. Whatever I learned, I'm going to teach. And that's what I do. I read a ton of books and things like this, getting your music coded for whatever reason. There's like this wall that people do not share this information with independent gospel artists. What they will do is they will tell you, go get a uh, radio programmer. Mm-hmm. And you pay thousands of dollars a month for them to get your music service or whatever have you. I don't know if they code it for you. I don't know how that works. I'm not saying don't do that, but you should know the inner workings of how these things work. And without having your music properly coded with the metadata, 
these stations ain't they're not going to uh, add you to rotation. So it's super, super, super important that you have that done. So if you need that service, we offer it for a very reasonable price. You can go to the gospelunderground.co um, and click on the work with us tab. And there will be a little box there that says tag my music. Click on it, fill out the form and we got you. Nice, nice. And I, I think another reason why people don't do that or they go, yeah, 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 whatever, because so much focus is put on getting on a playlist. Oh, it's right. just getting on Spotify playlist, get on the Apple playlist. And mm-hmm. how many? And because that's the service that man, every time I get on on social media, it's like, hey, we got this new playlist service where we'll get you on this many play. Yeah. We'll put you in front of, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, people that create playlists mm-hmm. and. I'm not saying anything's wrong with playlists, but do the playlist and the radio station and this and that. And here's the thing. And we were talking about it before offline. Um, If a DJ says, yo, I like this. Can you give me that? If it's in your MP3, the metadata is always there wherever it goes. Yes. Ever gets it. It's in the MP3. So it's it's a. It's definitely something you want to look at doing if you're if you're uh, an artist putting out music for real, for real. Absolutely. So, so I love I, playlists. I, I just recently yeah. uh, did a little service to get help get my my music on some more playlists and it's working. So uh, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with playlists. But like Terrence said, radio is not dead. So do not count radio. Radio is not dead. So right. do both. Do it yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Do 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 it all. Do it do all. all so I got I got to ask. So. What what else is going on? What what else you got got cooking or that I don't know about? Because you might have some things I don't know about. Now you know, <laughs> you know. I always got something up my sleeve now. Oh, okay, yes. so please share, please share. We will start with the music. So yes, I am working on more music, looking to maybe release something else by the end of the summer. Um, but I'm not in a rush, you know, Lord, what you want to do? That's you, y'all know me by now. Mm-hmm. So uh definitely gonna release more music. I've been writing a lot lately. Um, but something that you don't know Uh-oh. is that I am writing a book for independent gospel artists. And I am like, child, <laughs> I'm so excited about it. I'm so, so, so excited about it. I guess I'll go ahead and, sh- and drop the name of the book. The name of the book is called The Gospel Underground. Uh, the independent, go- the indie artist gospel. Oh, get it together, girl. You're too excited. (laughs) (laughs) The Indie Artist Guide to Owning and Operating Your Music Ministry. So, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm throwing all of the knowledge and all of the things that I have collected throughout the years. I'm still doing more research and studying and learning new things every day. Um, But artist development is the one thing that is missing in the music industry today. Yes. Back in the day, labels used to invest that money uh, to basically teach you how to be an artist. That's what artist development is. It teaches you how to go from just a regular Sunday service singer to a a professional musician. And so that is what the book is going to be about. And I'm like, yo, it's long (laughs) overdue. Let's go. So that's something that I have up my sleeve. And yeah, just continue to work and uh, pump this song as much as I can. And yeah, just letting God have his way. You know, nice. letting God have his way. Still working in church, and you know, my father just opened up a new church, and my husband, assistant pastor. So, you know, that's like that's I said, that's I, that's I ain't nobody star, but I'm gonna go as far as the Lord uh, gonna take me. So, that's right. So, that's so, that. so I can say first lady now, huh? First lady. Well, well. I really can't. I cannot stand that title, but I accept it. <laughs> lady. I can't stand it because it just comes with so many things. Yeah, it does. It really but I accept does. it because I recognize that it is a form of respect and a mm-hmm. form of identity as well, you know. Um, and 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 most of all, it is uh it is a huge responsibility. So whenever I hear that, I'm like, okay, don't get don't get to you know into the foolishness of it, but remember who you are, you know. I thank God for my mom. She I talk a lot about my dad, but my mom. Did y'all meet Mother Walters? Yes. Listen. Yes. I've met Mother Walters. Okay. <laughs> Mother Walters don't play, but no, she's she been don't a play, phenomenal. But... She's been yeah. a phenomenal example of a woman of God in God yes. uh, and a first lady. And she has always been uh, just a 
awesome representation as I've looked at her life. It's, you know, it's not about the hats and the seats and all of that, but right. you are the first representation of what a woman in God uh, should be like, and mm-hmm. particularly within this church, this assembly. So that's, that's how I look at that. But yeah, listen, I'm, I'm always working. <laughs> nice, nice. Nice. So what's the best way people can, can support and follow what you're doing? Yes. Okay. So to follow my personal music ministry, you can go to JaniceLavon.com, J-E-N-I-S-E-L-A-V-O-N-N-E.com. And you can find all the things about my music ministry there. If you are an artist looking to grow in your music ministry, make sure that you guys follow the Gospel Underground podcast. You can find it on Apple, Spotify, all of the uh, podcast platforms. You can go to www.thegospelunderground.co. And yeah, I am doing the best that I can to spill all the tea for all the independent gospel artists that will want to learn how to uh, have a major impact for the Most High God and to do it with excellence. Okay, so yeah, that's where you can find me, Janice Levine, on all social media, uh, on Instagram at the underscore gospel underground. Nice, nice. I, I really, I appreciate, I appreciate everything. I just, <laughs> you're my sister. You're my sister. Yes. Like, man, it's, it's just, it's talking to family. That's what it is. Absolutely. Oh Absolutely. man, I, I just, I, I love and adore you, your whole family. It's just, I thank oh, you. I thank you for taking likewise. Time Listen, yes. you know, you know, you know how we do. <laughs> you know how we we are straight up family, and I just love you and your wife and your son and just yes. everything. Yes, yes. So I, and, grateful for the connection. Yes, it's it's amazing, and it's going to continue. We we've yeah. we've got some things cooking. We going we gonna start working together. Listen, it's Light about to go higher. down. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> but. Um, we, we, I, I'm going to thank all of you for tuning in, uh, yes. to our conversation to us just, you know, getting together and chatting. Uh, thank you again for subscribing, for liking, for sharing, leave a comment. I'll make sure Janice sees it. I will. Yeah. I will. I promise. Um, for all of y'all that always follow y'all are awesome. I love it. We're going to put all of the things that, um, we mentioned, I'm going to put them, put links for them in the description. So you can just scroll up. They should all be in the description links to, to the website, to the podcast, all of that stuff. I'm going to do my best to put it all in there. If I left out something, you leave a comment and go, hey, where, where's this that y'all mentioned? And then I'll, I'll get back and I'll, I'll put it in there. As usual, we're going to we're going to leave you off with a with a words for life track um, off the top of my head. I don't know which one it is. It might be worship. It might. I got one called worship by. Um, Pastor James Doggett, Dr. James Doggett. I think that's the one I'm going to put on there called worship. Um, yes. But but our, our prayer is that God uses something that was said in this episode to speak to you directly. Amen. And with that, we're out. God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. I've always been fascinated by worship from my earliest years. In worship experiences, I've seen some strange things happen and some unexplainable things take place. I've seen individuals come into a worship experience one way and leave another. I've seen people lose a sense of themselves and somehow be caught up into another dimension. I've watched people experience anything that you would have to call supernatural because there really is no other explanation for it. I've seen stuff happen in worship, even in my own life, that did not happen outside of the precincts of worship. And worship has always fascinated me. There have been opportunities to worship where I have left not quite certain what the element was that caught me, but I knew I had been in the very presence of God and had been changed in that setting. Sometimes I could not remember everything the preacher said, and there was not a musical selection that necessarily shook my world. But when I got out of that setting, I left with something I didn't come in with. I wasn't sure exactly where it happened or when it happened. I just knew it happened. And I decided that I was going to study this thing called worship. Let me throw a few things out here first so that we understand what we're talking about. When I talk about worship, I'm not talking about the worship service. I'm talking about worship because people come to the service and don't worship. 
you haven't worshipped because you've been in a place where worship was happening. You only worship when you worship. Now let me, let me explain that. It's not worship when I come listen to the choir, hear the preacher and leave and do nothing. I haven't worshipped. I may have watched worship, but I haven't worshipped. Let's start with an understanding that worship is a verb. Scripturally speaking, it's primarily a verb. Old Testament, shaka, New Testament, proskuneo. The word simply means to bow down, to blow kisses to, to declare that one is worthy, that one is better than me. Worship is not about me. Worship is declaring the worthiness of one who is better than me. Worship is not about you, it's not about me, it's not about the choir, it's not about the preacher. These are all windows that give to us a greater understanding of who God is. If the song does not lead me to God, it's a bad song. If the preaching doesn't lead me to God, it's a bad sermon. I might leave saying he's a good preacher and that was a great singer, but if I'm not saying he's a good God and he's a great God, I have missed the point. Worship is not about an event where people perform. It is about a God who is good and we've come to declare what we think about this good God. Thank God for the musicians. Thank God for the preacher because it opens up windows of understanding and reminds me of why I'm so glad he's my God. The preacher talks about this great God. The singers sing about this great God. I'm ushered into the presence of this great God and I declare he's a great God. Worship is not me declaring that my situation is good. Worship is not me declaring that I got what I wanted. Worship is declaring that although things are bad, God is still good. God is still on the throne. God has still made me a promise. You might not see it. I might not feel it, but it's real. When emotions are the objective, that's a problem. Let me put it another way. When emotions are the product we're seeking, that's a problem. Emotions are a byproduct of a good worship experience. If all you're looking to do is get your cry on, there'll be plenty of reasons to cry. Do you not know sometimes the medium can be so overpowering that we have an emotional experience and God's not in it? Somehow, we have come to the point where we think that we're supposed to come to worship because we're going to get excited by what they're going to do to get me going. And so we were down, we, we want to let music just get us up. And the problem with that is that when I look scripturally speaking, the one fella who I saw who lived life that way was Saul. Depressed. Just messed up. Just messed up. He needed Jesus. Not a song. But every time he get depressed and, and get grouchy, he's calling for David. Come play me happy, David. David would come in and play him happy and it was all good. But as soon as the music would stop, you'd see him taking a spear, throwing it at David as he was gathering up his instrument to leave. He was just as crazy when the song ended as before it started. And the only time he was all right was when the song was going. You know anybody like that? There are those who just go from concert to concert. Their whole religious life is nothing but music. Why? Because music stirs up my emotions and I feel so close to God. I get the feeling like everything's going to be okay. But the truth is, everything's not okay. For you, music has become a narcotic that just masks the true reality of your situation. And you feel like you're close to God when you're far from Him. The music has made you feel something that's not even real. I would suggest that if the right kind of love song was playing, you'd have a loving feeling if there was nobody around but you and your hound dog because music can make you feel stuff you feel the presence of God now you feel an emotion emotion should come when I worship and focus on who God is when I declare that he's still good he's omniscient he's omnipresent his truth is everlasting he's good he's eternal he's faithful when I talk about who God is it gets me excited it's all right when I get excited like that but when I have no relationship with this good God I just have a relationship with music then I feel what's not real and I'm in peril in a big way question 
Do you have a relationship so that when you sing, you sing because you're happy. You sing because you're free. Because of a relationship with God. It gives me now an expression by which I can say what I'm thinking. I can express what I'm feeling. And it's not void of rationality. It's because I know. And although things aren't going well, although it looks like I'm going down for the count, I know who he is and I celebrate who he is and I'm excited about it. 